Hi everyone, welcome to the Let Me Tell You Something podcast. It is Wista. Welcome to the podcast where we talk about the shit that I want to talk about, not what you want to talk about because if we talked about what you wanted to talk about, you'd be here, but you're not fucking here. Well, you guys, we have an episode that is going to be very pop culture based. Well, very much social media pop culture based this week. So let's get to the gratitude section so we can definitely discuss all the mess that's been happening on social media and within the entertainment business. Now let's get on to the gratitude portion. I am thankful that y'all come every week to listen to this. If you are a seasoned listener, ooh, does that make sense saying a seasoned listener? If you are an OG, you've been listening since day one, or you are coming back, I appreciate you. I really do. You, you part of the family. If you're a new listener, welcome to the party. Sit back, relax, do what you gotta do. Go listen to some older episodes too. And if you're a five second streamer, bitch, I took five seconds of your fucking life. It's better you waste your time with me than waste it on somebody's gonna break your fucking heart. That's why. So shout out to the five second streamers. I I really, <laughs> I know somebody's like, why do you always call out the people in five seconds? Because it's like, cause you took five seconds of your life to click on this. So I took five seconds of your fucking life. And also too, when it comes to like the five second streamers, I always give y'all shout outs cause y'all never gonna hear your shout out. Okay, we're done with the gratitude. Let's swiftly get through the life update and then get onto these topics. Well, when it comes to this life update, uh, similar to last episode i sound a little bit more excited this episode than last week because the last episode i was burnt the fuck out still am burnt out but trying to think positive because we have a few things going on when it comes to my creative endeavors obviously this podcast and my artists and everything like that so also please stream confusion by makeda we just dropped the visualizer so go check that out thank you but just in general definitely have been like dealing with shit at work and just trying to get my life together when it comes to like my life in corporate America and still deciding, am I a corporate girl or am I an entrepreneur? So we'll see what happens in the next episode of can Wista tackle corporate America? Cause sometimes who I would have noticed every single time I got to get ready for this commute. I got to get ready for work. I keep telling myself is Wista going to make it to her train? Is Wista going to make it to her freaking um computer on time? And I know I'm like, talking to myself in like third person but that's just just that's just how i think sometimes sorry about that if that doesn't make you happy then i don't know what to tell you that's on you not on me bitch and one last thing if you plan on taking the new booster shot or like the flu shot do not take them together i did that shit man you know what i did that shit on purpose also because i wanted a day off from work i did that shit the next day i called that pto so i had like a little nice three-day weekend but don't be like me because when I tell you I was in bed for hours I could not like hours and hours I'm not talking about the money long song but I was in bed for hours I was knocked out like that shit hurt on both arms but I feel like the flu shot hurts more when they like inserting your arms that's something I don't like about taking shots but hey it is what it is but let's get on to these fucking topics okay you guys I don't understand what has gone on in the past two weeks, but it seems like everyone is fighting. The politicians are fighting with each other. The rap girls are fighting with Nicki Minaj. The bloggers are fighting with each other. People out here getting accused for certain things. People out here getting exposed. People out here being told you gotta pay fucking a billion dollars for coming up with a conspiracy theory. Okay, well, let's just start off with Alex Jones and I know this is old news, but I like to bring up old news. That That's something we do over here. 
But Alex Jones, who is known for having, he had like a big ass show on like YouTube or like a platform. He's very more of like the MAGA side. He's a Trumpster, one of those folks. But he has like a list of like conspiracy theories. He's like a very known conspiracy theorist. He has like his own platform and all that. So don't be surprised that, don't be surprised, especially with this era, that a lot of conspiracy theorists, bloggers, like self-proclaimed well-known like media commentators who own their own platforms or like very popular are getting exposed or getting their shit their karma handed to them but alex jones basically put out a conspiracy theory saying that he this is what he said he said that the sandy hooks shooting was all conspiracy that's what he said he said it was all planned out and it's like bro there are parents who literally lost their kids there are parents who literally lost their kids and they're never gonna get to see their kids fucking grow up and you're saying this shit is fake do you not see these people crying do you not see these people are emotional and you're bringing up that trauma that they have to deal with 24 7 and the fact that they're gonna freaking walk into the child's room and just realize wow like their child is not there anymore so that doesn't make any fucking sense and that's why sometimes i'm like what if y'all do y'all ever not put yourselves in people's shoes like maybe because i'm an empath but do you, not, do you guys not ever put yourselves in other people's shoes? Like have some empathy or at least have some knowledge or some common sense. But I fully understand there's a target audience for that. There are people who can believe in conspiracy theories. That man now has to pay almost close. Well, it's like 900. It's like 900 million something, but it's close to a billion. He has to pay that to the victims, like to the parents of the victims. And it's like, bro, you was doing all that shit, talking all that shit, did not even think, damn, now you're going to pay a billion dollars? Does Alex Jones even have, like, how much? Like, eight figures? Does he even make more than, like, eight figures? Please, somebody let me know this. But, like, he better start asking all of the, those politicians or, like, curators or, like, those folks he has come on his show. Or he needs to hit up Trump and be like, bro, you a billionaire. I've been supporting you. You need to go. You need to give me a fucking loan. That's what he needs to say that to fucking Trump for that shit. But still, it's like power of tongue is very true. And the thing is, when it comes to people who use their voice to spread a message or using their voice is part of their career, shit like this happens. And that's why I'm not surprised about this shit at all. And I think we also have to realize too is, Whatever you do with your voice, we know with like studies within science and shit like that, music or even like podcasts or even like um, radio shows and shit like that, we take that information quicker than reading a book. So just think about all those people who believe him and are now like, oh my God, like he has to pay a billion dollars. There, he's the thing is, Alex Jones is still gonna be relevant. That man's still gonna have an audience. That man is still going to like find a way to pay that shit back. Do I think he's gonna be able to pay back in his lifetime? No, his some of his generations gonna have to pay that shit for him. That's how I feel. But that should be a lesson, including with the amount of bloggers getting sued. That should be a lesson for people who want to be media commentators are people who want to use their voice to make an impact in society somehow, some way. Sadly, if you're making an impact, it doesn't always make, mean like you're making a positive impact because also too is positivity comes with negativity. But if you're trying to make an impact, be careful because this freaking decade, and I've said it so many fucking times, this fucking decade 
if you were an asshole, if you were spewing fake news, alternative facts, I feel like we haven't said alternative facts in so long, so I just had to say it. But if you're spewing all this false information, but also false information that is putting harm on people who are dealing with trauma, who actually experience trauma that you're saying is false, like these people lost their kids. They can't get their kids back. So pay them their fucking money. Cause guess what? Yes, you're giving them that money, but still they can't get their fame numbers back. And that's what I have to say about this Alex Jones situation. And the sad thing is, if some of y'all are trying to say that, oh, um, y'all feel sorry for this man. What the fuck? Y'all feel sorry for Alex Jones, but y'all don't feel bad for Tosh K? That don't make no sense. That don't make no sense. But you know what? Let's just go leeway right through Tosh K right now. Okay, you guys, um, if you're not paying attention to the whole blogger space, I've talked about Tasha K in the past few episodes. You guys know me when it comes to Tasha K. Tasha K, you got to critique with a grain of salt because a lot of the shit you guys watch on like blogger spaces or you watch on like the YouTube bloggers, you can get it for free on Lipstick Alley. But you know what? I'm not going to knock the hustle when it comes to being a businesswoman where Tasha got y'all paying for like exclusive tea, even if like Instagram blogs like Gossip in the City you know what i wish i came with the idea though gossip the city got some of y'all paying literally 50 bucks a month for information you can get on lipstick alley but you know what i'm not even mad i'm not gonna knock the hustle never gonna knock the hustle but as we know tasha k has to pay cardi b around what four million dollars or was it a million dollars it's it you know what tasha got paid less than alex jones that's all you need to know but tasha k has been saying that she ain't got it Tasha K has been going on like, I wouldn't say a press tour. She's been showing her subscribers on YouTube her very first steps, like when it comes to getting this whole lawsuit. Like ever since the lawsuit happened and she lost the case, she's been making sure to document everything. At a certain point, she was on live. She was on live stream showing that she only has $1,000 left and that one of her subscribers will get $1,000. So she's trying to find make it so hard for Cardi B to get this money. But now the judges are saying, hey, if you don't get this money together, we are going to have to get take your assets. We're going to have to take your things. Hey, lawyers, lawyers, people who study law, I'm going to say it one more time. I took media law. So don't, if I don't, if I don't say the terms correctly, if I use the wrong term, don't come after me. Just tell me what I need to do. Thank you. I Educate me. I'll be, I'll gladly take it. But I guess she's trying to counter sue or some shit like that. And we all know when it comes to like anything you do within law, if you're suing someone, that shit does take time. So Tasha's trying to pause this shit so she can halt that shit. So she does not have to pay that money. But the judge does not play games. And it's very interesting how she took like a trip to Africa recently because her husband is African. So she's trying to halt that shit. She was like, yep, I'm in Africa living my life. And there was like so many articles saying Tasha K has left Africa. And then she popped up back in Atlanta in her studio. She's like, wait, bitch, I'm back. And I'm here to bring all the information. But I think the only thing is when it comes to like that Tasha K and Cardi B thing, Tasha K really, what I've noticed when it comes to her and how she wants to make her i'm putting air quotes her empire she wants to build her empire off of gossip which i'm gonna say this i do see that happening and being successful for her just by the way you see this court case with cardi b is and also too a lot of like up and coming bloggers within like youtube are now inspired to get sued by celebrities 
because they think that they will also get. I'm going to say this just because Tasha K is running with this damn lawsuit and getting all the notoriety and getting all the attention. Don't don't media commentators don't start saying some crazy shit and don't think that shit's not gonna bite you back in the butt. Just because Tasha ran with it, don't forget, Tasha already had an audience. Tasha already had multiple streams of income coming in. Tasha already had ads being played on her YouTube channel. When she had like, Tasha does not get like personal ads from YouTube because I guess she'd be cursing on there and you can't curse on YouTube, but she has people who pay for ads in her YouTube. If you are planning to get monetized on certain platforms and you can't curse, then you need to start building those relationships with companies that are willing to put advertisements or they want to pay for ads in your platform or on your um whatever you're putting out there. But just to end this, if y'all saying y'all feel like it's the fact that some of y'all really did say y'all feel bad for Alex Jones, y'all are trash. Cause if y'all don't feel bad for that man, then y'all need to feel bad for Tasha K for doing her shit too. But either way, I don't feel bad for none of those motherfuckers. Like you're you said what you said and you have to deal with the consequences deal with it take the l and keep it moving i don't know about i don't know about an l taking the l paying have to pay a billion dollars mm, tragic but let's get on to the fighting everybody is fighting everybody's getting an argument on social media we got a lot of twitter fingers we have a lot of folks doing the chat on the internet but not doing the chat in person which you know what hey we're in COVID time still. COVID is still here. Do it remotely. I'm not mad about that. I will personally say this. Let them fight. Let them fight. Let's start with Nicki Minaj versus Lotto. I will say this. I'm a barb. I'm a logical barb. When my faves are in out of hand or out of line, I will gladly say my fave is wrong. But when it comes to this Lotto and Nicki Minaj situation, I do have to side with Nicki on this only because... I get what she was saying because let's talk about um, Super Freaky Girl and Big Energy. Super Freaky Girl should have been in the rap category because Super Freaky Girl is a rap song. Nikki has said that before. And we know that the Grammys has always been, mm, they've been playing games when it comes to Nikki. I don't know what happened in the past with somebody at the Grammys. That's a conversation we can have another time and I do the research. But we know the Grammys have been playing Nicki Minaj for a long time. And this is my opinion. I feel like it really hit the fan when she did that freaking performance where she was dressed up with like the dude who dressed up like the Pope and everything like that. Maybe that's just me. But after that performance, things got really weird between Nicki Minaj and the Grammys. But she went on her Instagram live and anybody who like follows Nicki or pays attention on Instagram knows that if Nicki Minaj is going on live, She's not going to cut somebody out or she's going to speak some some type of shit. But going on her live, she just talked about how she submitted for a rap song, but they put it on like the pop section. Anybody who knows that the pop section usually contains acts such as Harry Styles, Dua Lipa, uh, what, Camila Cabello, although she ain't got no career no more. Oop. She ain't got no career no more. Camila, you got your karma for all that shit you said about normani but that's a conversation we can have another time hmm that's my opinion and taylor swift like those are the people who are usually in the pop category think about those artists and think about the music they come out with so if you're saying to me that big energy is not 
in the pop category but it's in the rap category but super freaky girl is also in pop but not in rap but nikki is spitting bars in that song that doesn't make any sense and i just want to point out that big energy was produced by dr luke and i'm not going to talk about his allegations because i've talked about it in like other episodes but we're just talking about his discography if you look through dr luke's discography it's a lot of pop songs you have songs from j-lo you have i'm pretty sure you do have some nikki songs on there you have songs from doja cat do freaking <laughs> freaking dr luke produces a good chunk of doja cat's music doja cat is signed to dr luke so for me if you do a song with dr luke that song should be categorized as pop that's just my opinion if you do a song with dr luke or any of those like known pop producers who work with like the Dua Lipas, who work with the Taylor Swifts, who work with the JLo's, you should be nominated as a pop. That song should be in pop. So I could see where she's coming with that. I don't know everything else with the other conversations because that is too long for us to discuss. But I will say Nikki knows how to roast bitches because when Lotto called her grandma, which I will never understand why do y'all do this to women or just older folks in general y'all call them grandmas y'all call them aunties but bitch you are going to be an auntie you are going to be somebody's grandma deal with it deal with it why do we always gotta come for people's age but she called her super freaky grandma a 40 year old bully and then nikki was like dang you in your 20s but you look 35 and i'm not gonna lie i <laughs> when i saw lotto and i saw her age i said damn bitch you look older than me and I don't know if you guys know the rapper Renny Rucci, who also had beef with Lotto. They're kind of similar. They're both from the South. They're both biracial. They both rap about like similar things. They kind of low-key look alike. They, I, you showed me their pictures to each other. I would have thought they were sisters. And when Nikki said that she, she looked old, I had to go back and look at a picture of Renny Rucci because Renny Rucci is on Love and Hip Hop. I had to go look up Renny Rucci's age. Renny Rucci's 31. Then I went looked at Lotto's age. I was like, damn, I thought Lotto and Renny Rucci were the same fucking age. I thought they were both in their 30s together. So when Nikki said that, I was like, ooh, she's not lying because some of these young folks looking like they've been through a midlife crisis. Shit. To end out this category, I'm going to say this. Well, damn, look at me saying to end out this category. That's how you know I've been talking about this shit for too fucking long. Blame it on the Grammys. Blame it on the Grammys. That's all I'm going to say. Blame it on the Grammys. We need to, I don't know what it is. And I keep saying this every single fucking episode when we talk about award shows. Black people, we got to start going to like the BET Awards and Soul Train Awards. Or even like the NAACP Awards. Or like, I don't know what it is. I know there's some black celebrities who want to be like the face of the culture. Then whoever wants to be the face of the culture, make a fucking award make an award show that is very cool as fuck and give those artists their flowers and i'm telling you right now let's say for example jay-z and beyonce were to start their own fucking award show bitch graham is going down the drain even those white celebrities are going to want to go because look how crazy they get for a rock nation brunch a rock nation award bitch <laughs> don't get me started but we'll see what happens and who wins the rap award and who wins the pop award I want Nikki to get her Grammy. I think she deserves it. But in the end, a Grammy doesn't do shit. Like, I can see why she would want one because that is the highest achievement 
as a singer, songwriter, as a musician, but still, those awards don't make you because you already made so many impacts in so many people's lives, and I think that's the most important thing people should be thinking about, regardless of what career you're in, you're making an impact in somebody's life. Even if you're getting those accolades, you're getting those um, awards, you're getting those medals, regardless what you're doing, those plaques, you're still making an impact in somebody's life, regardless if it's millions of people or even if it's just five people. You made an impact to somebody, you changed somebody's um, mindset, you change and you inspire them to be a better person. Boom. What else do you want me to say about this shit? But let's get on to the next topic. Bringing it back to bloggers because ugh, I get so exhausted talking about bloggers. But Jason Lee and Armand Wiggins are fighting. Yes, the bloggers are fighting. If you don't know who Jason Lee is, Jason Lee, you've probably seen him on Love and Hip Hop. That threw a drink in Hazel E's face. You've seen him around Cardi. You've seen him around Tiffany Haddish. If you're on Clubhouse, you've probably seen his room called, um, what, Clubhouse Unlocked. Anything that has to do with Unlocked, he's, he's there. And then you got Armand Wiggins, who came from Facebook roasting people. When I tell you, ooh, Armand Wiggins knows how to roast a bitch. Like, but we're not gonna talk about that right now. I think he's a Scorpio, so that's why, and it's very rare for me like other Scorpios, but Armand Wiggins is from Facebook, but now he's on YouTube and has been definitely growing a lot within his um following, within his subscribership. He's been to Cardi B's party. He has been shared by Nikki. He has his own music. I will say this, if you are going to enter in the blogger space, please have other endeavors. If you're gonna be a musician, that's an endeavor too. But they're arguing and having battles because I guess Jason was a mentor to Armand because Armand looked up to Jason and also to Tasha K. But I will always say this, just cause you have a mentor, just cause somebody inspires you, just because you look up to somebody, you do not know that person. You do not know that person. They, whatever you were introduced to them as, you really get to know who they truly are once you get to know them. This is why I say, I don't wanna be friends with my faves. I don't wanna be friends with my faves because I already have a perception of how I see you. And if it changes up and I get people are human, I'ma just be disappointed. I'll be disappointed. But Armand has been featured on Jason Lee's show called Gagging. If you guys know, Jason Lee also hosted the Hollywood Unlocked podcast. He also um, owns the Hollywood Unlocked platform, the blog on Instagram. That is also um, investor, like, who's who's an investor? Floyd Mayweather's an investor. I just brought that up because that's very important because Jason Lee's very connected in that aspect while Armand Wiggins is the one who brings in the audience. He brings in the folks in. So I'm guessing that Jason wanted Armand to host gagging because Jason is trying to do a few other things and build his brand. But Armand, who's trying to build his own personal brand on YouTube, and also build a name for himself as an artist, declined the offer mainly due to the fact that he would not get any money out of hosting that show. Like Jason was not like bringing up the idea of paying Armand to host the show full time. And that's what kind of led to the tension between the two. And also Armand has felt that there is some jealousy coming from Jason Lee and man when I tell you this man did a whole fucking two hour live stream and he was saying some crazy shit there's this one line he said but I had to and it's a body shaming line too but I had to laugh 
is the fact that he said after all that surgery you're still fat and that's what gets me and anybody who knows that freaking bar from that Nicki Minaj song when he said that I said ah shit and then he burned Jason Lee's book on the live stream so you know what I was entertained that's why I said let them fight let them fight I'm, I'm here for the drama a little bit I'm a peacekeeper but hey if you want to fight it out do what you got to do as long as y'all not touching me but I think this is an important lesson when it comes to manifesting friendships when you are going to pray or like manifest for a group of friends or your soul tribe you need to be very intentional what you say because not everybody's coming with pure intentions that's why I tell people if you are going to manifest a friend start saying that your friends have good intentions they want the best for you just as much as you want the best for them they are giving you the same energy that you are giving them they are supporting you just as much as you are supporting them they respect you you respect them like you have to start putting those things in when you are manifesting for friendships even for relationships just seeing this whole situation with Armand and Jason Lee um do I think they're gonna be friends after this shit no wow no they're not they're not going to be friends because in the end too is you can see there's there's a competition well somebody's in competition with the other but they're both in the same field where it is competitive the blogger space is actually very competitive, but if you want to do it, you can do it. If you don't, you don't. But I can say this, you have to reimburse somebody or pay a person to host your shit. If you want them to host their shit and you expect them to drop all of their creative endeavors or drop all of their stuff, which you're crazy if you drop your shit for somebody else's shit, just so they can host your platform and host on your platform because you notice that when they come on your platform so many people are engaged that means you really need to sit down with yourself and rebrand yourself or definitely reevaluate your career i will say this i am team armand wiggins that fucking youtube live had me cracking my ass off to the point where i i almost cackled during a work meeting that's how bad it was and i should not be watching youtube while i'm work meetings but hey that keeps me entertained but just in general, I will say this, <laughs> when it comes to people you look up to, your faves, your mentors, you don't really get to know who they truly are until you get to know them. There's that facade they give to the public and then you truly get to know who that person truly is because I feel like we glamorize celebrities, we glamorize people we look up to and don't realize they are human beings, they have flaws too. And to an extent, Jason getting called out for this is kind of karma for him because he has says a lot of like crazy things within the media. He has said some crazy shit about Nicki Minaj and I'm bringing it back to ageism. Sir, how the fuck are you going to talk about a woman who just turned 40? But nigga, you're literally pushing 50. And if you're in your 50s, listen to this. Shout out to you because... You've been on this world for a long time. You're seasoned. You know this shit and you speak real facts. We're just talking about Jason Lee because Jason Lee, the past shit he's done and all the shit that's happened within the media or even if you're on like the blogs and shit like that, we knew this time was coming. Like, you know shit is fucked up is when Kanye West fucking fires you from being their media, which Jason Lee does like say he's proclaimed as like the head of black media, which... I don't know what's looking like right now, sir, because the head of black media, I would have thought it would have been somebody who works at like, I don't know, 
one of the black news stations but that's a conversation we have another time you got fired by kanye sir if kanye fires you that's a problem so let's not even get on that lane with kanye armand wiggins jason lee they're gonna keep fighting it is what it is in the blogger space shit will happen will they be friends with each other no will they be around the same rooms with each other um i'm pretty sure yeah i guess do i see armand like doing big things yes i do i see it in him he can actually rap i'll say that i want to go listen to music he can actually rap so it is what it is it's gonna happen the girl's gonna fight let them fucking fight and just to end this tie because i know i was supposed to bring up kanye west kanye west got a bunch of yes men around him yeah <sighs> kanye west got a bunch of yes men around him that's all i gotta say if you are still a kanye west fan kanye west supporter i need you to really reevaluate and have a conversation with yourself and really sit down and think because <laughs> really th- sit down and think with all the fucking comments that he's made and now he's getting lawsuits chase bank don't even want you to bank with you that's crazy fucking chase bank say oh bitch take your money out of here they don't want your fucking money and now you're getting sued by george floyd's family 200 million dollars we all knew this shit was going to happen and i have to bring up astrology tarot the tarot people been saying y'all you was gonna get sued and get it together because nobody's checking for this shit anymore losing brand deals losing all this shit like what the fuck and when i say he has yes men around him like and if we're talking about him with the whole meds situation there's probably somebody who does know he's not taking his meds and who probably has the control to make sure he takes his meds but you have to realize too some people if they know that somebody's in control and they're reaping the benefits off of that you think they're gonna try to find some way to keep their mind sane no bitch because when that motherfucker's tweaking that's the best time for them to profit off of it that's a sad thing but just in general kanye legacy out the door that's what i gotta say legacy out the door and i know in past older episodes i used to say i was a fan i don't know about now but all i could say with kanye nigga if trump literally says you need help (laughs) if trump said that you need fucking help that's some serious shit that is some serious shit and i'm gonna end this right here it's the let me tell you some podcast with wista you can find this podcast on SoundCloud, Apple Music. Yeah, I keep saying Apple Music, but go stream it too on Apple Podcasts, um, Google Play, where else? Spotify, and any freaking platform you found it. That's where you got to follow it. Write a review, give some critique, criticism. I will take crit- um, critique, criticism, all that because you know what? And then it's fucking helping me out. And that's all I got to say, you guys. Bye.